Hey, thanks for tuning in to Keep Moving Forward with Tom O'Leary. And wow, we have been in a series called Letting Go. We are letting go of the things that hold us back. I always think of, you know, what is God's best? What is he calling us to? And what are the things that are like chains on us that are holding us back, keeping us prisoners from the very thing that God wants us to walk in? His power, his love, his freedom, his grace, his truth, all all the good things, the joy, the peace to to have. And and so we're just hitting them straight up, going diving deep of letting go of those things. Today, we're going to talk about fear, uh, being afraid, being discouraged. And today's message is facing your fears. And that's really in and of itself, something that's so important to think about is that when you're facing something that you're afraid of, you're, you're, you're in the challenge, right? And you got to face it. You can't hide from it. You can't run from it. We have to face our fears. And so today we're going to be in Joshua chapter one in the Old Testament. Amazing, amazing story. God is preparing uh, his people to go into the promised land and and he's going to use Joshua to just be that leader and in fact in Joshua chapter 1 verse 2 God communicates the goal he says that you know get ready you're going to cross over the Jordan River I'm going to give you the land so get ready and so God was painting a picture a a, a God dream, a vision. And my question to you is what is your God-given goal? Like what is, what is the big picture? What's the dream? Or, or think of it this way. If you're afraid of something and fear is holding you back, what would, what would God's best be? What, where is he leading you to? And so that's what we want to jump into of really getting a hold of, okay, this is God's best. This is his God, you know, my God-given goal, and I'm going to move toward it. And today we're going to learn from Joshua and how God spoke into his life and got him ready uh, to face his fears and to really be everything that God created him to be. So there's some major gold nuggets. So in Joshua chapter 1, verse 6, it says, and this is God talking to Joshua, Be strong and courageous, because you will lead these people to inherit the land I swore to your forefathers to give them. So what we find here in verse 6, number 1, is God is saying, Be strong and courageous. Our life application for that is, Step into strength. Step into courage. Well, how do you do that, Tom? (laughs) Glad you asked. How you do that is by believing God's promises. That's the wonderful thing about God's word. The Bible, it's so been proven true. I mean, just apply it to your life and you grab a hold of God's promises and literally step into strength, step into courage. And we can only step into strength and courage by believing God's promises. 
my wife Sherry, when she was growing up as a little girl, and she was in Good News Club, because I got good news. <laughs> and they would sing this little song where it says, I'm a promise. I'm a possibility. I am a promise with a capital P. I'm a great big bunch of potentiality. I mean, there's a lot of P's in there, but you know, the, what a wonderful thing to shape a little child's heart with going, hey, God's got a promise for you. And and you have everything within you. And by God's grace and his goodness, he's going to do something in you and through you. And it's stepping into that place. So we, how do you get there to step into strength and courage? By believing God's promise and actually believing, you know what? You are his child and you are his promise. Well, we keep moving through Joshua chapter 1 and verse 7, the Lord's instruction, he continues and says, be strong and very courageous. Okay, we've got a little emphasis here, very courageous. Be careful to obey all of the law my servant Moses gave you. Do not turn, you know, to the right or to the left so that you may be successful wherever you go. Okay, that there. Whoa, that verse seven is yeah. It has a is loaded. I mean, it's got a lot in there. Our takeaway is this: is is obey. That's that's what God was saying. You see, He says, "Be very careful to obey," or in the words of Elmer Fudd, "Be very very careful." Right? Got to be careful. You know, there's that old hymn: "Trust and obey, for there's no other way." to be happy in Jesus, but to trust and obey. You know, it sounds so simple, but why doesn't everyone do it? And there's been seasons in my life where I trusted, but I wasn't obeying, or when I was really, really obeying and wasn't trusting. And so that's that perfect blend to to trust and obey is one of my Dear friend says it's it's the both and it's the both and b o t h dash a n d the both and and we need to have that trust and obey and apparently it's really important to God because He says be very careful you know to obey so now we go to verse eight now here's an interesting deal that God brings you know to Joshua He says. Do not let this book of law, you know, God's word, depart from your mouth. And then here's the, here's the catch right here. Meditate on it day and night so that you may be careful to do everything written in it. So number three is to meditate. Okay, so here we go. We're letting go of fear. We're letting go of discouragement. We were, you know, number one, we're stepping into strength and courage by believing God's promises. We're obeying God. Okay. Yeah, that's no brainer. And we're going to trust and obey. Number three, we're going to meditate on God's word. Meditate is a very biblical word. And I think it's kind of a lost art in Christianity because perhaps of modern day connotation of meditating on certain things that maybe aren't good or or new age or whatever. I don't know. But, But you need to know that God's the one that said, no, meditate. 
So, good. Meditate. I think meditating is good. It's, you know, quieting your soul and focusing in and all that good stuff. And then and then God says, and, and then meditate on my word. So you get a hold of his promise. You get a hold of his scripture. You get a hold of that word. And it's interesting. I, I did a little study, a little in-depth study on, on meditating. And in the Old Testament Hebrew, Old Testament written in Hebrew, New Testament in Greek. And, and in the Old Testament Hebrew, the word meditate has this connotation of like a cow chewing its cud, eating the grass, chewing its cud, swallows it, and this sounds crazy, regurgitates it back into its mouth. If if you're eating right now, I am so, so sorry. I just ruined your meal. But but just hang with me here for a second because it's a powerful illustration. So this whole word, meditate, in the Old Testament, written in Hebrew, has this connotation of like a cow eating its food, its grass, its grain, its cud, whatever you want to call it, swallowing it, regurgitating it back to the cow's mouth and chewing on it again. Wow. Okay. Gold. Pay dirt. That's what God is saying. He's saying, grab a hold of my word. Think about it. Chew on it. Yes. Sink your teeth into it. Even swallow it. Like get it inside you and then bring it up again and chew on it again. That's what it says to meditate. And so here you, you're you facing your fears. You're stepping into strength and courage. You're obeying. And now you're meditating on what's good, right, and true. Can't get any better. This is going to get you up and over the fear. So now in verse 9, God says, Have I not commanded you? Question mark. Be strong and courageous. Do not be ter- terrified. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Okay, so number four here is no fear. We've all seen the t-shirts and the hats and the bumper stickers and whatever. No fear. I'm going to, there's a point to this. No discouragement. God says, don't be discouraged. So then you and I have to ask why. Why will I not be fearful? Why will I not be discouraged? And the punchline in Joshua chapter 1, verse 9 is, God is with you. God is with you. I just found out from a dear friend of mine. uh, We grew up as kids, childhood friend. Uh, We've connected over the years and and very, you know, recently in a wonderful way of just uh, getting into each other's lives. and, And he just found out that he... Uh, has stage four lung cancer. And I'm telling you, you know, my heart is breaking for him uh, and his wife and his, his, his kid and, and just, you know, his family. And yet what he knows is that God is with him. And we're, man, we're going for it. We're praying and we're believing God for a miracle. And, you know, we're, yes, we're, we're moving that direction. But to know that is to know God is with me. And that's what he's stepping into. That's what I'm stepping into. That's what I'm asking you to step into. You know that God is with you. And then 
you know, that leads us to the last one in our message here, point five. We're going to jump down to verse 11 in Joshua 1. And it says, you know, go through the camp, tell the people, get your supplies ready. Three days from now, you will cross the Jordan here. You'll go in, you'll take possession of the land the Lord God has given you for your own. So God says this, get ready. Get your supplies ready. Get ready. I think that's a call. I think the life application of that is, you know, we do our part. And I've said that for years. God does his part. We do our part. And then there's this beautiful miracle and this beautiful blend. It's like the Michelangelo painting, you know, the divine hand and the human hand and the touch. And, you know, like, yeah, okay, I do my part. God does his part. There's a scripture that says, you know, in James, draw near to God. God will draw near to you. You know, we take our step. God takes his step. And God has longer legs. Thank God. And so this idea that we're facing our fears, but we're, we're going to do some planning. We're going to get our supplies ready, right? We're going to do our part. You know, in my book, Discover God's Will, Five Factors That'll Change Your Life Forever, the whole first part of the book is about getting ready, like getting your heart ready, getting ready for God to do something great. And, you know, this idea of like, okay, I'm getting pumped up. <laughs> I'm, I'm doing my part. I'm going to, you know, get the things done that I need to get done. And I'm getting ready and believing that God's got something great. A friend of mine was sharing with me that in high school, he was playing football and and his coach was this crazy football coach. And uh, this is out like on the East Coast. And he said that before every high school football game, the coach would play that song. There's going to be a heartache tonight. There's going to be a heartache tonight. I'm sure, you know, or, you know, this idea, like, like get out there and break the other team's heart. <laughs> and he, it was his way of like trying to get them fired up and pumped up. But, you know, I love it. And and then he said, of course, we weren't that great of a football team, but man, we were willing to run through a brick wall for that coach, you know, right? So what God is saying to us is like, just do your part, do your part, get ready, do your part. So let me recap. Okay. We're in this series of letting go and we're trying to let go of the things that are holding us back. And today we're, we're looking at facing our fears. So face your fears. We got to go right at them. And in Joshua chapter one, God communicates this great goal. So, you know, the challenge is what's your God-given goal? And then we're going to, number one, step into strength and courage. How do we do it? By believing God's promises. Number two, we're going to obey. We're going to be very careful to obey. And we're going to actually trust God and obey God. So we're going to trust and obey. It's the both and. Number three, we're going to meditate on God's word. We're going to call time out on life. We're going to pull back and we're going to meditate on God's word. We're going to get it inside us and then we're going to bring it up and chew on it again and get it inside us and bring it back up and chew on it again. Number four, we're, we're, we're not going to be fearful. We are not going to be discouraged. Why? Because of the awesome understanding and truth 
that God is with you. God is, say it to yourself, God is with me. He's with me. He's with me. He's with God is with me. And number five, get ready. That's our part. We're going to do our part. And I'm telling you, if you put these things into play, into your life, this is where we cross the Jordan River. We get into our promised land. It's God's way to get us where we're, we're supposed to be. And, and so much of it is facing our fears, but this is how we do it. We face our fears in this way. And so I want to pray for you. I'm so pumped. God is doing something great and he's going to do something in you and through you. So let's just pray right now. God, thank you for each person who's listening to this Keep Moving Forward podcast. In fact, God, I pray that you'd keep them moving forward and let go of the fears. Whatever's discouraging, whatever they're afraid of, whatever they're facing, but they face their fears, they'd apply your word to your to their lives and that God that you would give them victory and see them through. Lord, meet with them powerfully, I pray. And it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Hey, thanks again for tuning in to Keep Moving Forward podcast. Uh, Until we're again next time, uh, let me remind you, God loves you. He's thrilled about you. Uh, He's not mad at you. He's mad about you. He loves you. Crazy love. And uh, and just remember, I'm for you until we uh, are together again. God bless.